It's not every day that a coach is given an award, but a Winnipeg coach has just received two in a matter of months. I'm Taylor Brock on CHV, and we are chatting with Jamie Menzies. Now, she's a volleyball coach. She's the founder of Agujan, which is a couple of teams, actually, for young Indigenous women and two-spirited people, and the lead coach with CMU's women's volleyball team. What's that been like to win them one after another? Uh, well... It's a little overwhelming in a good way, but it also feels a bit goofy. Um, I don't know many people who coach that do it for attention, and I'm certainly one of those that falls into that category. So um, it's been nice, though, because a lot of people that I haven't been able to see in the past year due to corona, it's given an excuse and a reason for them to reach out and for us to chat and catch up. So um, it's been a nice way of feeling connected to the sport community again. Yeah, what's it been like for you this past I guess, year? Because sports have been kind of all over the place. Yeah, um, I mean, on uh, in some ways, probably like a lot of people, in some ways, the break or a change of pace or being forced to be at home has brought some advantages. But um, it's certainly you know, allowed me to think about all the reasons why I I do love coaching and I do continue to put a lot of time and effort into it because I I do really miss the athletes that I work with, the communities I work in, and uh, I miss the social elements. I miss the physical activity. I miss, yeah, it's just allowed me to take a tally of what I do really miss about it. Yeah. uh, Have you gone back to the court or anything recently? Um, So volleyball is allowed in a limited to a limited extent under the provincial guidelines right now um but uh the the canadian Mennonite university season is technically done by now so we would be on a break right now anyway and then the indigenous club that i coach with um, we've opted to wait a little bit longer and not take our chances with the health and safety of members of the communities so We've opted to wait a little bit longer um, till we can be absolutely sure that we're being safe. So I'm, I'm actually not coaching at the moment. Well, what's it like for you to be a coach and not have anyone to coach right now? <laughs> um, well, coaching isn't my full-time job um, or like the only role I play, I guess. Uh, it's more so a pastime and a hobby and something I do to volunteer and stay connected. So um I definitely miss it, but it's also been nice to kind of focus on the administrative side of coaching or, you know, putting some thought into my coaching philosophy a bit more. There there just is, there still are things that you can do as a coach that don't involve being in the gym all the time because there's a lot of thought and planning that goes into it as well. Yeah, um, Sport Manitoba said you use like a, a holistic approach to coaching, but what does that mean? Yeah, good question. It probably means something different to every person, but um, I guess I kind of like to think of it as, you know, if a, a pers- if an individual is, let's say, a circle, um, I've used reference to like the medicine wheel model before, but if a whole person is a circle, um, then sport, you know, is a piece of the pie and physical activity is one piece of that pie and you know, training to win is just one piece of that pie. Um, But I I guess the holistic model is trying to see 
all pieces of the pie of an individual, you know, and really trying to allow every part of that person to be in the gym and to dictate the way I design my programming. So, you know, considering people's spirituality or considering people's families, considering people's history and culture, where they come from, um, other interests, their priorities, um, you know, just to really see the whole person and allow them to bring their whole selves to the space. Yeah, I'm seeing you as a Christian university. How do you bring spirituality when it comes to sports? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and it has a lot of many answers. Um, the, I mean, my team at Canadian Mennonite University is comprised of athletes that fall on all areas of the spectrum of spirituality, of Christianity. You know, I have I think I, I I would guess that I have some people on my team that aren't don't identify as Christian, and then I have others that do and do at different spots on the spectrum of Christianity. Um, and so I try not to dictate or implement programming by my design as much as just make space for people's needs and wants in that respect. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I actively implement Christian practices or Mennonite practices. Um, as much as just if people have needs and wants and they want to incorporate things, I'm open to it. Or, um, you know, just more about asking the questions and making the space in my mind uh, rather than than guiding it myself. So I do as much learning from every team that I coach as, you know, that it, that's, as, I, as they do from me. And that's the plan anyway. Well, going forward, I'm sure you're already thinking about getting back with your teams. What are you looking forward to? Oh, good question. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, well, I'm looking forward to a time which might be in the distant future when we don't have to be masked while we play because I really feed off of people's, like, facial expressions. and, And I think that my athletes really feed off of mine as well, not only my facial expressions, but just to be able to articulate and it just builds a more meaningful relationship when you're not, you know, you don't, you don't have your face covered. Um, I'm not going to jump the gun on that by any means, but I am looking forward to just kind of not having a barrier between my face and other people's faces. Um, I'm looking forward to um, being able to say yes when people ask to get in the gym, when people want to do reps, just being able to say yes without thinking about it. Um, I, unfortunately, you know, I have a lot of athletes messaging me, whether they're my senior athletes or Indigenous athletes, like, when can we get in the gym? When can we play? Um, And uh, I hate to be the person that's saying no at the moment. Yeah, that must be hard on you to be a coach and have to say, sorry, I can't help you with physical activity. Yeah, it's not fun being the bearer of that bad news. Um, Additionally, with you know, the Indigenous athletes I work with, I sometimes they live in communities where there aren't, there isn't really much going on. So it's not only just about volleyball and about sport, it's just about them having something to look forward to in some cases. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it is hard being the person that has to report back about additional hurdles to, you know, physical activity rather than being the person that can help eliminate or remove hurdles from access. Are you able to connect with them in other ways other than in a gym right now? Yeah, that's a nice question. Um, so through social media, um, I try to kind of 
stay a little bit active on that and whether it's um, communicating with them directly or just, you know, posting things on the Aguchin Volleyball Club um, social media. Um, I also am planning ahead right now further ahead than I would normally be so I can kind of report to athletes and say, hey, you have this to look forward to in the distant future or we'll do this activity when the time comes, you know, so just planning a little further ahead so people can have that light at the end of the tunnel.